Hi and welcome to Unofficial Art Therapy. My name is Dr Liz, Coombsy coming on in a minute. We are talking about music videos and cover versions today. So um, strap yourself in, think about the best ones that make you feel happy. As always, this is not a substitute for actual medical advice. So if you need anything, please do ask. Also, uh, Coombsy and I are recording on unceded Aboriginal land and we pay our respects to Elders past and present. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Good morning. Good, Good morning. How are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit mangled, but anyway... Sorry, Dale. Shitty night. I wasn't too bad until about four o'clock. I mean, it, uh, I was awake and I thought, oh, geez, I'm so warm. I thought, <clears throat> I'll have to take my. It's a bit early, so I took them and uh, still tossing and turning at five. Mm. And then about quarter past five, Janine got up and, and I thought, oh, I'll give it 10 more minutes. And I think I went back to sleep for about 10 minutes and I woke again. I was still real fidgety and I couldn't. I'm like, come on, just relax, take a deep breath. Nothing worked. And then I couldn't even get out of bed. I was at so I sent a message, like, can you please come in? Yeah. I was at 10 past six and flipping five to seven. She walked in the room. Uh, you haven't got your phone by your side? She said, no. I said, well, go and check the text message. <laughs> she goes, oh, sorry. I said, yeah, 40 minutes. She said, well, why didn't you just get up? I said, because then I really would have been wide awake. <laughs> I said, now you've got to go for work. She said, no, no, I'll go five minutes later if I have to. What do you, what do you mean? I said, just rub my forehead, will you? And, and it tends to work. So you just put some um, Elmore oil on, rub my forehead, I relax. Mm. She finishes, I roll over, and, and I fell back to sleep for an hour. So it's like, at least I've got an hour. And so I think I'll have an early nap. We have to go do the blood test to, today because I didn't actually go yesterday. I'll just... She got home a fraction late, and I said, oh, I'll probably get there, and I probably said, oh, we're close. So I said, so we'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Leave work half an hour early and make sure. She goes, okay. Yeah. So I said, all right, so I've got to have it done before Friday. So. Yeah, well, you got time. Yeah, it's just it's the kidney specialist, and it'll be just a – she'll go, oh, how are you feeling with your blood pressure? Well, yeah, it's okay because I'm on tablets. Yeah. And um, she'll go, okay, and she'll check it and go, yep, it's okay. And uh, all right, well, just keep doing what you're doing and uh, 45 minute drive for that. Um, and I thought, maybe I guess get the bloods done, mm. put the appointment back a month. <laughs> <laughs> then my GP gets the results anyway. And I speak to him, go, hey, those blood tests, is there, how's everything going? With the with the kidney stuff and if he'll tell me your kidney function's gone down or whatever because it's slightly been going down but uh if it, and i sort of thought well and janine also said look if there's anything major they'll ring you yeah i said yeah i might do that i might put the appointment back a month wait till danny gets the results and go from there because i reckon i'll be in there five minutes last time i was because yeah. i said everything's under control with the blood pressure so the 40 minute drive there and back and i'm like oh I don't know if I have the energy, and it's a one o'clock appointment. Going, oh great! Just went on you know, halfway through me NAP. I yeah. can't say it because the bloke's on my lap. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it. <laughs> so they've got to spell things out. So it was like that's the worst possible time to have it. I don't know why I said yes when I did, but so I don't know. I'll just I'll get the bloods done, and then I'll 
probably just do that. But anyway. Yeah. Bloody miserable. Rock on. It's bloody miserable. Yeah, the weather's, the weather's beautiful outside. I really need... I'm speaking to my mate John yesterday, and I was like, I just got a W-A-L-K. Yeah. <laughs> the little bloke and then me, but I just keep trying to find an excuse, thinking, well, will that tie me out too much? And, and just if I do it like an hour before I have my NAP... Yeah. Well, if it ties me out, so what? So I'm going to give that a shot this morning. So Yeah, no, that sounds good. That's See how I go. The last time I'd done that with him, he, he pulled up shop. Oh, did he? He just stopped, and I'm going, come on, and he just stopped. <laughs> and I thought, well, what's your problem? And he, I said, I'm not carrying you, and he just wouldn't walk. And then I turned around, thought, well, I'm going home. He started walking fine. <laughs> and he just wanted it. He thought, it's far enough for me, I'm going home. Fair enough. So toddlers, well, and, you, yeah, to- toddlers and dogs are the same. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, apparently Lola done that walk the other day. But no, I'm, you can carry me now. I'm carrying you. You can walk. You've got legs. <laughs> yeah. No, Anthony does the same thing. And it's the kind of uh, drop and flat, you know, on his tummy. Yeah. Like, oh, well. Oh, oh no. Well, you can't drag him, though, can you? Well, I mean, no. Nah, people get funny looks. You see how you go? Yeah, it's <laughs> like a, just, just a snake. It's oh, right. no. I have laid down next to him once. He didn't know what to oh, do about that. No. Yeah, that would confuse the poor well, I just took bit. the wind out of his sails a bit, you know? Yes, yes. Well played. <laughs> you can't do that in the middle of coals, though. So... Probably not. <laughs> Although the floors are slippery, so you could drag him easier. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You've done this it's before, not, haven't you? <laughs> no, no, our kids are good. No tantrums there. Janine stamped that out of them, like, as soon as they could understand it. Never had one with either amount of shopping or anything. But, really? And Lola's the same. Lola goes with Janine. Absolutely perfect. Sits in the trolley, walks, just nothing. Never, ever goes, I want that, I want that, I want that. Just calm as anything, she said. Wow. But when she goes with mum and dad, she always comes back with something. <laughs> monsters. They're monsters. <laughs> She's clever. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, they are. They are. Well, look at her papa. There's no question. Yeah. She's smart. <laughs> so we're going to talk. Do you want to talk about sport today? Or do you want to talk about music videos? What do you want to talk, to, talk about today? Uh, go to the music videos. I reckon that was a great lead-in last night. I thought I got a bit enthused by that. So. Oh, great. All right. Well, do you want to start by telling me, do you, should we go to Meatloaf? What do you want to, tell me about the Meatloaf Ooh. one you love. Well, I I think Meatloaf videos, and look, I have on the MTV Classics literally from 9.30 every morning till probably 7.30 at night. Yeah. And then if there's nothing on TV, I want to, I'll just go back to that. Mm. So it's great because, you know, you'll see an old film clip you haven't seen in a long time. You're like, oh, wow. And you remember it and you think that's clever. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah. And especially the bangers, you're like, oh, geez, I remember going to Preston 129 Club and dancing to this or whatever. <laughs> and brings back all the good memories. But I think Meatloaf with his um, Batter Hell is so clever with, you know, it's like a theatrical film clip, I reckon. Yeah. And being that I love theatre, it, it, I think it added more of a story as well with it, with the film clip. A um, bit different, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. It's purely, you know, one of, the, one of my favourite ever songs. Mm. But the the video is just him, him and her singing, the band singing, literally. Yeah. So, so I mean, he's pretty good when he can change it up, mm. I, I think, anyway. I don't know whether that was Jim Steinman's influence or not. I don't know. Whether he had a say in that or he just wrote the songs and said, okay, mate, do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, no idea. But, but the fact that they were a bit different, I wonder whether... 
you know, whether those ideas came from him or a creative team, or I really don't know. But I just like the fact that he could vary them up and it matched the song well, like it done it well. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows Paradise by the Dashboard Light, and it's just, just sing the song. That's all he like. This is a great song. That this is, this is the song. Whereas Bad Out of Hell really did need a story attached to it. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting. Which I love. Yeah, I've got no idea whether or not, you know, creatives pitch to the band, and then I guess depending on how big you get, whether or not the record company just makes a decision and the musicians tell turn up and get told what to do or what. I've got no idea. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know who holds that key, but um, I suppose the band would have some creative influence going. It's our song. Well, you'd hope we so. We don't sort of get our way, but then if management's management, and the record company goes, fine, we won't release it. Go, ah. Yeah. There's got to be some sort of you know cohesion and work together to get the, the, the product right because they they all they all want it for the best outcome. Yeah, yeah. More money for everybody. So and but again, you wonder with some bands, you think they're really not. It's only guesswork, I suppose, but they're really not just helping over money. They really want to put a creative piece out there yeah. that people are going to love and remember forever. Yeah. Um, and there's just so many. Is there any that you so if you've got MTV on during the day, is mm. it is it all kind of a particular genre or do they mix it up? What's the time? No, mixed up everywhere. Uh, this morning, the Tuesday mornings is generally an eighties mixtape, you know, from whatever till ten o'clock, and then they just play classic hits, and then you know, some part of the day they'll switch it to rock ballads, and you know. Top hundred female vocalist, top hundred male band. That's brilliant because it, it, you know, indie tracks, R and B. They they really do have a good mix. When it was Max music, it was much better actually. I thought because they seem to play like everything we know. When it went to MDV, they play American clips. Going, never heard this song, never seen it. It wasn't a hit here. It wasn't a classic here. And I think they really got it wrong early, and they must have copped a bit of. I know I sent a message. <laughs> um, they must have copped it from others because it changed all of a sudden. Then we get a bit more Aussie content again, and yeah. like, oh yeah, I remember that song. I remember that song. There's still some occasionally I go, wasn't a classic here. <laughs> so at the moment they've got turn back time. Oh, so they, at the moment it's a 2003 song, "Take Me Out" by Franz Ferdinand. Okay. I can't remember what yeah. the film clip's like at all. I remember the song. Yeah, which is the other thing I reckon is great because you remember the song and, like, for whatever reason, I hadn't seen the film clip for that. And then you go, wow, that's really added to the song, I think. Yeah, yeah. Are and then a... you look forward to the film clips. You're like, and the weird ones, like the one you chatted about with the monkey one, that's freaky. I see that often they play that. Yeah. Monkey, um, where's your head at? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's clever. It really is, isn't it? I mean, it's one of those two that you just, you know, I remember watching that at Rage late one night thinking, oh, <laughs> have I had one too many? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's when you don't forget. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you yeah, have any that different. you, do you have any that you, that you really hate that you'd switch the channel for? Uh, yeah, there's probably one or two that'll come on. I go, yeah, no, nah. okay. <laughs> don't like that. Not a fan of, um, I think it's called Firestarter. Oh, Prodigy? Yeah, no, no thanks. Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it really grinds me, this song. 
<laughs> it was a one-hit wonder. What was her name? Oh, jeez. Boys, boys, boys. That oh, I know song. the one you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't She's sitting on the edge of the pool. Yeah. In a bikini, uh, not a bikini, a one thing. Yeah. She jumps in the pool, jumping up and down, pulling the top up all the time. Now, I know most blokes be going, great film clip. I flip and hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll change the channel. Yes, very. I know. But I do because I'm just like, oh, I can't stand the song. I can't stand the clip. It's just so, I don't even, like, there's no way that clip would come on, be done now. (laughs) They wouldn't wouldn't do that now. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's (laughs) two that... Absolutely can't do. <laughs> Are there any new ones that you do you ever see new stuff? I know we've talked Harry Styles, of course. That's the only new stuff I've seen when you recommended to me I go to because I just watch the MTV Classic. Don't know any of the new songs okay. unless my daughter plays it in, in their room and I'll I'll hear it go. It's not a bad song. I'm going and listen to a bit of Lizzo. I do. Oh, I like yeah. I like her stuff because Rebecca plays that. Yeah. And oh, there's a young couple that sing this song under a bridge. Um Oh, yeah, yeah, great. That's how much I know it. But it, it's a, that's a real good a young couple sing a song under a bridge. Oh, I can't even get the song made. That's a puzzle. But it's, yeah, I'll find out from Rebecca and I'll, yeah. Um, I enjoy that. But the Harry Styles ones, when you tip me into them, I go look and think, they're interesting. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he's a bit of a creative Dude, and I just saw this morning that the other fellow, one of the other blokes, is releasing a new song. Yeah, yeah. Now, Zane, yes. is it Zane? Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. And there's an, um, the other one too. Lewis is also doing it. I'm going to get I'm okay. going to get hate mail for not getting One Direction is right here, Coomsy, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're all. I used, to, I used to know a One Direction song. I must admit, <laughs> I, I decided to learn it on purpose just to cheat everybody off. Did you? What song was that? Oh, one of their first ones. Um, uh, oh, jeez, on I the beach. It, oh, yeah, I reckon it'd probably be that. Um, you don't know you're beautiful, or something like that. That's it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Of <laughs> you don't know you're beautiful. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's you. That's you know. That's, that's you, the song. Oh, but you, the thing I love about that, and I mean, I missed One Direction the first time around because I was kind of in that in between age, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I never hated them. I, they just weren't on my radar. I was still probably sitting in touch that. Poppy. Yeah, well, no, but you know, when you just mm-hmm. kind of you, you fall down a you fall down a crack somewhere else, and so you miss what yep. else is going on. Yep. So, um, yeah, but you know, I mean, Harry still plays that song. You don't know you're beautiful. In fact, there's oh, a he great, sings that, does he? Yeah, there's a great clip of him and Lizzo did it at Coachella. Uh, last oh, wow. year, yeah, they, yeah, it was really good, and he plays it live and stuff, and everybody loves it, and it's just a really okay. nice. It actually reminds me of um, Summer Lovin' from Greece. It's got that kind of dun that is a great film clip too, by the way. Isn't it? Isn't Anything it? from Greece is that's my favourite movie. So, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. got to be Olivia, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Olivia. Yeah, so, did, yes, that, was, that she, was great. When she passed, did you see Rage had some amazing Olivia specials? Did you want to yes, hear those? Yes, I did. Yes, that was one of the worst days, I reckon. It hit hard, that one. Yeah, yeah. I think, especially because I did meet her a few years ago and it was wonderful. Oh, tell me. You know, MCG, it was the night before one of the grand finals, AFL grand final. Mm-hmm. And Peter B organised me to go and 
listen to the sound check. I didn't know it was singing. And we were just beyond the fence and standing there and she was way over the other side. And then um, she was doing the sound check and it was pretty brilliant. Then um, the people we were with, like the hosts from the AFL, and they sort of wandered me out in the ground and, and Jonathan Brown came over, one of the AFL legends, mm. commentator, and they introduced me to him and I was chatting to him. I'm shaking, oh, Jonathan, I was wrapped to meet him, you know. Mm. And then... Pete just goes, sorry to interrupt, but can we look behind you? And I looked, and she was just standing there. And I went, oh, sorry, Brownie. And he goes, mate, I ditched myself as well. And she laughed. <laughs> and I said, hi. And I went, oh, I put my hand out, and she gave me a hug. Mm. And it was a, a long hug. Yep. And it was just, you know, and she just said, I'm oh, sorry. She just said, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. Um, yeah. Fight the good fight, you know, your way. And mm. I really do wish you all the best. I'll remember you. Yeah. And, um, you know, don't ever hesitate to contact me if you need me. And, and um, I, I'm sure she said, I love you. I honestly love you. I don't know whether I heard that in my mind's eye, so to speak, or if she did. Or, you know, and everyone goes, she didn't say that. And I'm thinking, I, I think she did. And if she didn't, well, I heard it. You know? Yeah, but you know what? I think, I mean, and this is somebody who, you know, is trying to document music stuff, history for a living. I think what you remember is the important bit. You know what I mean? It's like the number of people that claim that they were at Woodstock or that they saw Nirvana at the yep. day out or whatever. Okay, maybe mm. if you do the maths, it seems a bit unreal, but hey, yep. if it's if it's what, if it's how you remember it, you know. Yep. <laughs> and I, I honestly think she did. Yeah. I really did. I, I've thought about it and thought, you know, I reckon she did say those words. I was just awestruck, you know. And I've got some great photos of, you know, uh, with at that time and um, Pete was taking photos which I didn't even know at the time I was just talking to her and I was showing her my tattoo on my chest and she's ooh and I'm like oh that's <laughs> Olivia you know? excuse wow. to get, get the chest out in front of Olivia no wonder she said I yeah, obviously no, love you <laughs> ripped the chest out and said have a look at that and she did and she was like ooh you can see in the photo where she's clearly going, ooh, that's ah. nice. <laughs> Flirt, I love it. <laughs> oh, it's Olivia. <laughs> Seriously, in a heartbeat. Oh, incredible. Uh, yeah. incredible. It was. So I love all of her stuff, yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's a really interesting artist, isn't she? Because I hadn't realised how much um, the power of saying no for someone like her, you know what I mean? Like mm. when I was, the lead up to Greece and stuff, um, I was looking into this years ago, but I mean, first of all, the fact that she was the star and John was the guy that nobody knew at that point, you know. Yeah, I know. But I hadn't realised too, the original, you know, Sandy was not meant to be Australian. It was not meant to nope. be that way. No, but she, when they nope, asked her to do right. it, yeah. Yeah, when they asked yep. her to do it, she said, well, I can't do an accent, so if you want me, you get me as Australian. And they went, yep, we yeah, want you. And that was and that was perfect. I reckon that really put us on the map in one way, I think. Oh, so. totally. But also I just think having the confidence in yourself and your ability in a place like that, you know, at a time oh, like yeah. that, to be able to just say, no, this is my limits and I'm not going to use it as a bad thing, you know, I find that yeah. so inspiring. Oh, yeah, she must have been sure of getting the part. Or she must have thought, well, if they say no, so be it. 
Well, I think, yeah, and I think too to have the pride to say I don't want to do this badly, you know, I'd rather Correct. not do this than, than have yeah. it done badly. She must have felt it was going to be a hit and whatnot, and we're still talking about it 50 years later. That's right. 50, 40, 43 years later. That's right. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Which is just um, amazing, the longevity of that movie and yeah. and all the you know iconic moments in those songs, which, you know, Steve walking out on a balcony and... <sighs> Do you, what's your favourite in Greece? No, oh, I'm picking between my favourite kids. <laughs> that changes. Yeah, <laughs> it's my daughter. It's my son. <laughs> um, I mean, the kids, not the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some of love and I love because of that vibe about it. I love you. I honestly love you. I mean, add on to the. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Okay. I feel bad. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We used to joke, because we we grew up in a musicals household, we used to watch a lot of movie musicals, and we used to joke there's always one song that you fast forward. Every musical's got one. (laughs) And um, it used to be, it used to flip a lot, because it used to be either uh, Stranded at the Drive-In Branded um, a fool. That's right. What will what they will say? They say? <laughs> Monday at school. Oh, Andy. Oh, oh gosh. Hi, and this hi, is hi. what? What is it with music? Mm. And I don't know this. And I'm hopefully you can answer this. Doc. <laughs> I'll try. What is it with music where we haven't heard a song for X amount of years that comes on something we know it word for word? But seriously, I can't remember what I done probably three hours ago. <laughs> well, what, what what is it in your brain that makes it happen? Well, it is. It's well, how does it happen? No, it's something about the brain. So, and I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, yep. a brain doctor, not a brain doctor. There you yep. go. But I do know yep. enough about written about it that it has been proven yep. definitely that your musical okay. memory is different to other types of memories. And so there's they've done lots of tests. And in fact, I've got some friends who did this too who used to go and they just had a little covers duo and they used to go play in old people's homes. And it's been pretty, yeah. it's pretty easily proven oh, wow. that people, yeah, so that's so my, my friends, my, my beautiful friends, Krista and Gemma went and played this old people's home and they were just playing in the corner and they thought, well, we'll just play little old tracks, you know, from old, way back in the day. And this little yeah. old man was there and he used to go and visit his wife who'd lost, I'm not sure what her diagnosis was, but her memories had been long gone to the point yeah. where she'd often not even remember who he was. And they played this one song and she got up and danced with him and he was back. And she was back. She was yeah, back well, for, the, for, the, for the duration of that song. She was back. But power when it stopped, music. Yeah, when it stopped, she went back to wherever she'd gone. But it's And it's been pretty well, I don't know if you've seen too, there's clips around, there's a beautiful one on YouTube of this ballerina, similar thing. Um, poor, yeah. poor old girls, you know, sort of lost touch with everything else. And when they play for a Swan Lake, she starts making the movements. And it's and she okay. comes back again, you know, and so I think I mean yeah, there's there's lots of studies that show that absolutely your brain music gets captured in your brain in a certain way, but music also then triggers certain things as well. I mean, it, the other happens too. Unfortunately, you sort of know yeah. you probably know yourself, and I, I know myself that if you've heard music associated with something very difficult, sometimes that yeah. difficult thing can come back while hearing yeah. that music, you know. 
But it's so, I mean, to me, it's just so powerful. It's it's what I tell my students, you know, I always joke with them when they come in first year or they come into orientation and I, I sort of joke, I say, welcome, whose who's parents are disappointed they're here, you know, <laughs> who, was, who was wishing they'd go off and do something useful with their lives or be doctors or lawyers or, you know, whatever. And I'd say, but, you know, your doctors and your lawyers and your cleaners and your teachers and all those people that are doing that work, they need music to get them up in the, in the morning and they need music well, not, to put them to bed at night, you know. They just, it's what keeps us all going, you know. Well, the, as you mentioned about the power of music, I've got a, a mate who's a, a, a musician in Sydney, Matthew Slager, mm. and part of a band called Acoustic Autograph. Mm. And when the pandemic was on, my friends in Sydney, Dave Wells and Julie Sutton and Mel and Andy, but they knew how much I love music and they knew that, you know, I'm just sitting at home stuck there. So what Matthew used to do was out of his, uh, he had a music room in his house or set up stuff mm. and he'd do a live show for everyone for an hour. Yeah. Well, I didn't know him at this stage and I just get this call from, I think it was Julie, and she goes, hey, go to Facebook, there's a link up to this thing. I'm, I'm sure you'll love it, Julie and Dave. I think I can't remember which one. Did. But anyway, I clicked in, and boy, oh boy. I mean, he was fantastic, and they were fantastic. I had another bloke singing with him called Alex Jeans, mm. and they belted out this song that, and I call these guys rock gods now because Alex Jeans' voice is absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. Talk about rock. This guy can knock it out of the park. I don't know what – he should be a rock star. He should He should be. Yeah. <laughs> he just that flipping good. And it was, it was a song that, strangely enough, I don't know why I hadn't heard yeah. this song. I thought, how good was this? And, Unbeknown to me, later I found out it was a song that they were covering, mm. Like a Stone. Yeah. And I'd never heard this Like a Stone song. Mm. So I looked it up on YouTube and found it and thought, geez, that's a great song. But their version of it was just absolutely amazing. So I just sent a message, hey, that was great, thanks, blah, blah, blah. The following week they put another one, so I made sure I was there, jumped, logged in, watched again. And they were just doing covers and whatnot, and you know. And then the following week, they do it again. They'd done this for well, the pandemic went on for a year or so. Mm. And then I began, began to get, become friends with Matt, and you know, it was just mentioned about the power because it didn't make me feel alone, and I was part of what mm. they were doing. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I wish I was in Sydney. I'd go and see them live. Then when everything sort of got back to normal, when they were playing it back at at pub venues or whatever, and Dave and Julie were there, they'd FaceTime me in while mate was playing live. <laughs> and, you know, all of a sudden he'd wave and I'd think, oh, well, he knows. And then he'd come up to the camera and say, I love you, mate. You know, and, and like, geez, I felt good. To the point where when I do die, I've asked Matthew to speak yeah. because of the power of music. Yeah. Now, being that I'm not really sure when that's happening and don't know, you know, that getting from Sydney to here or if he's working, whatever, he made a video for me. Mm. And he spoke about the power of music and how it had bonded us yeah. and created our friendship, uh, even though we've never met each other. Yeah. And then through Acoustic Autograph, which is another couple of guys that play with Matt, mm. and the guy that sings there is called Dexter, Dexter Villamosa. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
he is just I call him a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> he has got this such an amazing, beautiful voice. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I'll send you a link anyway. Yeah. And they then done the cover of Like a Stone for me. Yeah. In four parts in their own and Matt put them all together because it was during the pandemic and I kept that music video and it was one of my favourite things ever and it's brought us all together like with Dexter I'm friends with Dexter and with Alex I am um, and in the video that Matt made it's been it was a bit hard to ask him mm. because again you've got to bring up the hey would you mind at my funeral and they're like man I don't even think about that yeah I know but you know, I'm I'm one of these people who get organised. Yeah. And then when he sent the video and I watched it, it had a funny feel to it because I thought, no one else is going to see this until I die. Right. But it deserves to be seen before I die, but I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. because it's so powerful. Mm. And I'm sure it will get a lot of people and make them understand power of just not just music but the power of music mm. has had such a profound impact and created friendships yeah and you know i often go back and listen to alex james belton out like a stone or i'll go and listen to dexter and and acoustic autograph doing their version of like a stone for me or other songs and it was only probably two weeks ago i think they're at a gig and next thing facetime from julie and on comes matt playing i'm like Wow. And um, interesting, the song that came on was um, Annie's, you know, um, uh, oh, John about Annie. John Denver, um, not Annie's song. It? No, not Annie's song. The other one with Annie in it. Um, uh, geez. Annie, okay. Are you okay? Not that one? No, okay. not that one. No. Oh, I can't believe it. You know, nah, go on. Anyway. It's just magnificent after it. And I said, I got a bit upset. And Jill wrote, oh, your mum. I'm so sorry your mum's name is Annie. I'm so I said, no, 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 no. It's beautiful because this has reminded me yeah. of my mum. Absolutely. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And I sent him a message and said, hey, mate, that was brilliant. And you, there's no way you know this, but my mum's name was Annie. So... <laughs> At that time for Julie to decide to do it, that song, because yeah. they played a few songs and then she went, oh, I'll better bring Coomzy. Yeah. And it was at that song and I'm thinking, the power of music, huh? It's true. You know what's so interesting about that too? Because I got really interested in the power of music, I mean, obviously when I'm teaching it, but on the other end of life, dare I say. So with, you know, and it was before I had the kids, but I was interested in how people would connect generations with music you know and pop music in particular you know because there's no problem saying you know once the kid gets born you know i mean you give them a you you know what football club you you're born into you know that type of thing that or but i'm thinking well what kind of music are you born into and i was thinking (laughs) a lot about this you know and how then you'd pass it on to generations and my friend shelly and i wrote a book about it popular music and parenting where it was all about that how do we pass music on to our kids or how is music passed on to us you know and um it was interesting because when sammy was born and you know there's a lot oh my goodness coomsey there's all this stuff now when i mean you'd know 
having kids yourself but now it's even worse you can be a negligent mother before you're even a mother right like (laughs) there's all this stuff around play music to the baby we're in the room whatever there's even a thing that's got a speaker yeah i used to sing i used to sing to my baby yeah well that's it well now you can do it with a speaker and sorry for your delicate constitution here that i mean i didn't do this but they're trying to sell speakers to put either on the woman's tummy or worse Mm. to use like a tampon to get in, the, in there for the kid <laughs> to be able to hear. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not necessary. Yeah. This is marketing. Yeah, yeah. Go on, they can hear from the outside. On, that's it. It's fine. But so <laughs> the first night that Sammy was born, and I've told this story a few times, so I'm sorry if I've told it to you already, but when she was born, because, and we, we talked to the doctor because we knew there were some complications. We knew she was going to be a cesarean. And, you know, we'd said to the doctor, could I have some music to calm me down? Because I was really worried. And the doctor well. was like, yep, sure. And I said to him, well, do you have any preferences or do you have anything you don't want? Because this is your workplace, you know. Like, I don't want to yeah, exactly. <laughs> distract him while he's, you know, doing his thing because he hates what I've got on. And he was lovely. He just said, I can't wait to hear what you pick. That's fine. And so yeah. we played some music when she was born to kind of calm me down. But then the first night after she was born, um, I because I it was her and me and I couldn't pick her up. She was crying. I couldn't pick her up because I'd had a cesarean and I couldn't get up to get to her. Mm. And we were both having a bit of a cry at this point because we thought, what do we do? How, what have we got ourselves into? And I had my phone with me and I just happened to put on some Elton John. And of all things, it, it was Someone Saved My Life Tonight with the big do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like the big bouncing um, piano. And I put that under the crib. I don't know if you remember when babies are born, they're put in those little plastic crib things, you know? And I put it under the crib and it must have been the vibration or something. But I used to play it a lot. It totally settled up. And for a long time then, I would play that. I'd play Rocket Man. We'd play music together because, again, in the middle of the night when you're, as you remember, either you're feeding or you're trying to get baby to sleep or whatever, you can feel like you're so alone. And I'd play, mm-hmm. I'd play his songs to the to the point when she started to uh, when she started to be able to talk. We'd call him Uncle Elty, you know. We'd put Uncle Elty on, <laughs> <laughs> and we, you know, and we actually got to see him this year, her and me. And we said this is oh, really, wow. we wanted to see Uncle Elty, and it was funny. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got a picture. I'll send it to you. A picture of her on my desk at the moment with Elton glasses on, you know. <laughs> oh, but it was that power of music that you know. We'd have it on and it would settle her. And one night when she, you know, when they get to be toddler age and they're sort of, they know they should go to sleep and they're starting to play yet. (laughs) And I was singing it to her because I'd also sing it to try and calm myself down, you know, because you don't want to get angry. You're so tired. You're so frustrated. But singing, it's really hard to be angry when you're singing, right? (laughs) Um, And so I'd be singing trying to... One song though, you can be. Well, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) depend on what you're singing. And so I'm singing whatever it was, Rocket Man or Tiny Dancer or something, and I just about had enough. And I'm thinking, do I, what do I do? Do I put this baby over the balcony? Do I leave her? Where do I go? And then the little voice pipes up and she starts singing along too. I'm like, oh, you little monster. <laughs> oh, you melt my heart. Yeah, you yeah. beautiful little monster. There it is. And mm-hmm. it is, it's that connection with music. And I, I found it too... I mean, as as you know, when people pass, I when when Dad died, we put together a playlist that I still listen to, that Mum listens to every other day, and I find I can play with the kids too because they they won't know him, they won't remember him, but they know yeah. him through music, you know. Yeah. They know they know that this is Grandpa's song or Grandpa like this or Grand, you know. And I just think yeah. we can think about sport that way, and we will talk about sport. But you know, we've got no problems 
loving sport and seeing its value like that. But I don't think we do that with music enough, you know? Yeah, and yeah, it could true. Be, and so, it doesn't have to be operas. It can absolutely be yeah. Elton John or Cold Chisel or whatever it is, well, I, you know? I've got one for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit out the field. Yeah. Uh, when I go into hospital, which I do regularly, mm. if I'm having an operation, um, I like to have some music on. Like when they wheel me in, ready, getting set, you know, getting on the table, and yep. instead of just laying there, you know, I remember once they were playing music, and I just said, "Oh, hey, next time, could I bring some of my music?" They said, "Yeah, of course, you know, just to relax you, whatever you want." Well, you know, all the clanging of instruments, and you're looking, thinking, "Man, that thing's going to slice me up shortly," and right. you know, well, that's going to be doing that, and they're chatting away about their weekends and all this. Yeah. So I much thought oh, it'd be better if I could have some music, even. So anyway, I said, next time wasn't too far away. And I remember I, I brought in, I, I said, I've got some, you, you can YouTube it either with my phone if you want, or you can do it your own. I said, no, we'll do it with ours and pump it through the system. And I said, oh, do you want to check with the doctor? He's okay, no, don't worry about him. <laughs> we'll get it up to our music and we'll go. And I said, all right, here's the link. Yep. And uh, off they went. And the first song that I had them listen to was Land Down Under. Oh. <laughs> but, 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 not, not the version we all know. No. My version was Ruben Kay's version <gasps> of Land Down Under, and it is mystical, haunting, and I found it rather relaxing, and they found it rather spellbinding, and they were like, who on earth is this? This is incredible. And I said, um, is Ruben K. Never heard of him. I said, all right, look him up. Anyway, I doctor come along, they got the line in, off I went. I remember in recovery, one of the other theater nurses come around and said, hey, how you going? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, we looked up Ruben K. <laughs> I said, oh my, he is heaven. Yes. <laughs> and I said, Ruben K is heaven. They said, heaven on a stick. <laughs> and I, I remember messaging saying, I went off to sleep my operation with your music ringing in my ear. And he goes, oh, that was so lovely, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, babe. <laughs> and the only person in the world who ever called me babe, by the way, you know, Ruben K. <laughs> yeah. um, well, hopefully we'll get him to list. Well, two of us now, yeah, and uh, so uh, hopefully Ruben listens to this shout out to Ruben K. If you don't know Ruben K, this guy and himself we should do an episode on because he is is that worthy for what he creates with his music and his comedy. Yeah. He combines the two things we love, and he does it so well that it makes you feel so good. He's a champion for so many things good. Absolutely. Um, Ruben K, I salute thee. And um, I do have wonderful memories of seeing these shows live, and I have some lovely photos with Ruben. And and um, he's an absolute legend. And he, again, you know, it's using music just before an operation yeah. <laughs> to calm you down. Oh, and um, but isn't that incredible? Yeah, because I sort of think too. Like, I mean, again, I feel sorry. I know that there are some people that music just doesn't do it for them, and they don't quite yep. see it. But I just think. Because you're right, that moment, I don't know about you, but there's the fear is so primal. You know what I mean? The fear about what are they going to do? And I, yeah, when you see the instruments being right. passed across, that's you're thinking, right. 
what's that going to do? No, I know. Well, the same. I, I still tell the kids the stories about when I when I had them both, and they just because mm. they give you the big needle. Caesarean's a bit different because they do it in your back, and so you're awake for when they're actually doing everything. And, you know, the worst bit is they tell you so that they can put it in your back, they want you to kind of bend over. I'm like, how am I going to bend mm. over? I've got this massive tummy. What's going to... Massive lump. Oh, yeah. And I just... And I tried to... I remember it so vividly. I'd said to the anaesthetist, I'm just going to cry. It's not you. Yeah. I trust okay. you. I know you know what you're doing, but I am terrified, yep. so I just need to have a cry. <laughs> and yep. you're right, to have that music to just... It's it's interesting, isn't it? It's just to either reclaim the room and to reclaim the space. Like I've got colleagues that write about music as a way to kind of um, reclaim things. You know what I mean? To kind of okay. say this is something that's familiar to me. You know, this is something that I can control and I can, you know, it, it just gives me a little bit more ownership. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe that's what it was with the operation where I just felt like, you know, <clears throat> I wanted... <clears throat> I wanted to be in control of this. I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be frightened. I just want to be, these people know what they're doing. That's why I'm here. Yeah. They will fix me. And they did. Yeah. Well, you know, they fixed what I was, the, that little problem. Um, and, and I trust them. So yes, maybe, maybe that's what it was. And why I associate that song with a bit of calm around me. Yeah. 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 It's Have I played that to you? I've I've heard it. I've I've, I've looked at it. Oh, I've, to... I've gone well yeah, down. Of course. Yeah, I've gone well, well down the Reuben rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah so I've seen Brilliant. him do that. When I saw him live that first time, he did, um, which I hadn't heard him do before, um, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, Carol King. Which oh, is, I've not heard him do that. Oh, that's on. I'll send you a link. <gasps> He's online. And it's my, it's one of my what, favorite how songs that? of all time. And it was so funny because when he started it, you know, you know when you know a song really well, so you know it yeah. from the first line. One chord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, "Oh!" And we oh was, my gosh. It was in the basement, and it was, you know, it's late at night, and everybody was a bit Ruben. rowdy and whatever, whatever. And then you could hear there mm. were these, bless them, they were just having a nice time. But there was there was like this little ripple effect across the audience as yeah. you could see the penny dropping and people realizing what song it was. And there were these girls oh. quite rowdy up the back who at one point went, that's Carol King. That's fucking Carol King. Fuck, that's <laughs> Carol King. Which, you know, he just ploughed on, you know. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, but Unperturbed. I, yeah, but also, I mean, that's what I love about it too is, you know, it's not just it's not just your own words. You can take someone else's words. This is how daggy I am. I wrote 60,000 mm. words on cover versions for my masters, so I know about covers. <laughs> But no, I, I was in a cover. I was in a cover band. I used to love covers. Oh, what's your <laughs> favorite? We made our living. Oh, what's your favorite song to cover? Well, well, what I opened with. Well, although one song that even if Janine walks past and the song's on TV, she'll start singing as she goes past. Yeah. And I always, if she sings a song, do you know why you know that song? She goes, no. I go, yeah, great. But this because I was going, well, yeah, we used to sing that. I used to sing that. Oh, okay. But this one song, she knows I used to sing. She loved it. Um, Robert Palmer, Doctor, Doctor. Oh, i got a bad case of loving you. Yeah, and I used to be able to rip that out like an absolute beast. When I'd, we'd open up with John Farnham's Pressure Down because nice. John was big at the time because this was, this was 87. Yep. So he was in the prime, so we'd only, there's no way I'd touch other stuff of his, it was too hard. Yeah. But we do pressure down to open up, because then we thought that'd grab people straight away to go, oh, and it worked like a charm. Yeah. We'd sing a truckload of covers. And then when I was warmed up, I'd say, yep, go this, because I knew this would get them. And I'm, I was so proud that I could, I could really belt this song out. And Janine 
still yesterday walked past. Dark, de, dark, de. <laughs> it's on the TV, you know. And it's the only song she remembers, you know. Someone else comes on and goes, oh, that's a good song. I said, yeah, because we used to flip and cover it. You heard it a million times. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to sing it. Because I was the lead singer. You're frustrated that you remember that song. I used to love singing that song. What's the film clip for that like? Oh, he's just standing there, isn't he? And then he's got the um, the background girls, you know, the ones that he has oh. always made up looking the same. Oh, yeah, 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 the same. Because it was the big one was... Um... Oh, simply irresistible when they were when that's the one. Ah, so it's the yep. same girls. Oh, might not, but it's the same look. Yeah, right, right. Oh, wow. Same look. I'm I'm yep. very impressed that you took on Farnsey at his uh, at his peak. Bloody hell! We just thought at the time because it would get people in. Like if they weren't listening, they would listen. Yeah. And we were playing at the we were playing the Star Hotel in Richmond, which is a pretty big pub to play. Yeah. And we were a new cover band, and like we were just given the, the early slot because we were new yeah. uh, for about three weeks. Then we got the late slot and upstairs, so we moved right up because we we were actually at the time built as Melbourne's most professional cover band, <laughs> and probably that was because of our occupations. I was an ambulance officer. Dan was an ambulance officer. Um, Chris Creek was a teacher. His wife Roz, who was also the singer with me, she was a teacher. And Mike, who played bass guitar, he was a nurse, and our keyboard player was a stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that we were that good, it was just that we we're all professionals. Yeah. And um, just used to get together and we just got together to sing one song as a, as a thing for an opening of one place. And the guy who ran the studio at the time was called Frankie Coppola up in Coburg. And he heard us and come and goes, hey, because we booked the studio, just we found one. Yeah. And he goes, you guys, you on the circuit? I go, we're not on what circuit? He said, cover band. With it. Well, we're a cover band. What's your name? We haven't got a name because we're just doing this one song for an opening thing. And he goes, well, hey, I'd be keen to book you to do a hotel. I go, what? He goes, how many songs you got? We got one. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we'll get five in a hurry give you two weeks and I'll book you in a hotel and see you go. And we're like, what? Really? He goes, you guys are great. The <laughs> harmony and that was great. And I'm like, okay. Frankly, Coppola, his recording studio around, around a long time. Had a lot of names. And we're thinking, well, this guy knows what he's talking about. Hustled up five real quick. Got the, the downstairs room at the start. Done real well. And we practice and practice, rehearse and rehearse every Friday night. And after work, we sort of walk in, and even the way we got our name was we could, we still couldn't. We had the two weeks, and no idea. Mm. And one night, Roz was running a bit late. She come flying in, and said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That our stupid boss has just been in cruise mode all day, and I put but what? Well, he's been in cruise mode all day. That's it, perfect cruise mode. <laughs> and that was it. We went with cruise mode. We said we've got to tell Frankie. So we went to him and said, Oh, I did. I said, I said I'll come back. And you just, hey Frank, we got a name, cruise mode. He goes. Love it. Great name for a cover band. Okay. And off we went. And for the next year, we just smashed it around Melbourne. Got gigs left, right, and centre. We ended up doing weddings and out of nowhere getting... We've done this <laughs> Filipino Women's Auxiliary Christmas thing. Right. One of the guys knew someone and they wanted some music and we said, oh, we'll, we'll do it. And they offered us ridiculous money to do it. I think it was like a grand at the time. Yeah. And it was like, oh, split up between six of us, you know, wasn't huge. But but anyway, 
we're singing these songs, they throw money onto the stage. Because they thought we were the people who were actually singing these songs. And we, we're trying to explain, we're a cover band. We're, we're not them. We just do their song. <laughs> didn't, didn't matter. Chuck a money galore. Then when we finished, they wanted to help pack up, take our things to the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Photo, photo. Like, you know, the old cameras that come out. We, we're not we're not them when we showed up. We counted two grand they threw on the stage. We're like, oh, now, that was a good night. <laughs> <laughs> The power of music put some power in the pocket that night. Well, there's that, isn't there? There's that. Oh, I love it. It was great fun. We we really loved doing it. It was one of my favourite things ever to do. Yeah. Um, and my wife got pregnant and put an end to that. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to cross over the other things. Shell and I do a do a, a podcast called Music Mothers and Others where we talk to people about how music and family life works. So maybe you should come and talk to us about the, the, the short and sharp career that was ended, you know. Originally <laughs> ended by my wife getting pregnant. Well, yeah, no, babies ruin everything, don't they? Yeah, right, and the height of our success. And uh, <laughs> we, we even played a dual gig with a band called Thunderbirds Are Go, who were the number one cover band in Melbourne at the time. And to get a gig with them at the same venue at the same time, like, you know, just on before them, yep. was massive. And at the time, we were like, and Frankie Coppola come and watch, and he'd be like, you guys are going to smash this. You're really going to smash this. <laughs> he said, you're going to rival them. And he said, they were, they were huge. They were around for years and years and years. Yeah. Just dominated Melbourne's cover scene. So anyway, it was good fun. I used to love it. Absolutely love it. That's the one thing. When I flipped and got cancer, the one thing it took, my vocal cord, as you can tell, I don't talk great because I've only got one, yeah. one functioning vocal cord and I can't sing. And that absolutely ripped my heart out when I was, when I was told, sorry, the tumor's on the vocal cord. Yeah. Uh, that means it's dead. You'll never be able to talk properly again or sing. And that just ripped my heart out to think I'll never be able to sing. Well, I tried to sing, it's just that I can't. That's the problem. Um, and I found an old, yeah, sorry, mm. keep going. I, I found an odd recording of a, a demo tape we made and and to listen back at that, how I sounded then to how I sound now is just like chalk and cheese. Wow. Have you got that Have you got that on digital anywhere? Oh, I ended up taping it off the computer somewhere. I, yeah, I think it's somewhere. I really don't know where, but floating around somewhere, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them things I listened to once and I felt real good and then I listened to it another time and I felt real bad uh-huh. because it reminded me what I lost. Yeah. Understand uh, but then, but then other times I play it and think that remind me of the good times. Yeah. You know, yeah, what's that song? Remind me of the good times, of the bad times. Uh, <laughs> you say you yeah. can't sing, but you can carry a tune. I know the tune still, but my voice just can't hold it. That's oh, all. Okay. And I, ca- I can't really switch notes up and you know change octave or change key or yeah. do any of that. Sadly, but I'll still try to sing. Yeah. I mean, I think, but, but I mean, it hurts big time. Oh, well, that's the case, and it hurts because I just think there's a beauty in we don't think about voices that change. Again, one of the reasons I love Elton, and I'd loved him well before you know Sammy was born. But I saw him; he must have been, God, be twenty years ago now. He was sort of early two thousands, and he played the Entertainment Centre here, and he was getting to do like the seventies shows and he's the seventies songs. And he goes now just before I sing this next song and it was something like Rocket Man or one of the ones that's got the really high pitch song yeah you know? can't, can't he, do no that that's now. it he said now I just want you to here I come I just here is me and I just want to introduce you to me 30 years ago and this beautiful yeah. young man comes out to sing the high bits and he says I'm not going to pretend he said but I'm also going to say to you 
nobody goes to an Olympic runner in their 60s and says to them, <laughs> I need you to do Run the same. Exactly. He said, so I'm not going to pretend yep. to you I can't I can That's do fantastic. Still. I know. I said, love that. I know. He said, but I'll do for you what I can do now and we'll blend. And I always that thought of that. That's amazing. Yep. And I listened to I've that's never what, thought of that analogy. That oh, is magnificent. But also, too, then you think about the beauty of older voices. So, you know, Johnny Cash, when yep. he was doing those American albums, when he did Hurt and stuff mm. like that, like that song does not work. Oh, you know, yeah. and and even, yeah. I don't know if you've heard Journey, Joni Mitchell recovered both sides now, you know, the Clouds song. Um, yeah, I really mm. don't know Clouds at all. She did that again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was yep. in Love Actually, you know, the older version. And I used to play I the don't know that movie. Oh, you don't know Love Actually? Never watched it. Oh, okay. Never watched it. I've heard about it. Well, we can talk about that one another time because I think you love it. <laughs> But there's a. Okay. Are you being sarcastic? I'm just checking. You don't actually have. No, I've never. No, oh. no, no, never seen it. I'm oh. not a movie, not a big movie person. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm really only rom coms, but we can talk about that later. The the. Beautiful... I've watched one movie this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch much. Yeah. Any, that's oh, maybe we'll talk about dirty dancing. It was. <laughs> oh, see now, I don't. I'm one of the few people in the world that doesn't like dirty dancing, but we can get there. <laughs> that was yeah, only because Janine wanted it because she liked it. So and because of, really only because of that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's really that was the one song that oh, drove yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, the thing, this mm. bit, so so Joni Mitchell redid both sides now in, like, after she'd had, I mean, it just sounds like she smoked 400 packs of cigarettes that day, <laughs> you know. So she's pulled the thing down and everything. Price. Yeah, but what's so beautiful yeah. about it, because if you listen to the original when she's young and she's bright and whatever, and the words, you know, I really don't know clouds and I really don't know life, it, it almost sounds mm. a bit arrogant, you know. But you listen okay. to it later with all this weather in her voice, for want of a better description. Wow. And it just, yeah. it's just, it's heartbreaking, but in a different way because you mm. can hear the experience, you know, in her voice. Yeah, and there's, that's part, there's part of me that's just like, we don't value older voices. We don't value damaged voices or voices that, you know, have limits, you know. And I just. And, and then. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, please. But then the next level too, where some have unbelievably at eighty, yeah. Tom Jones can still belt out and hit every note, Absolutely. and I don't know how because of what he done. Yeah. I think the the Voice UK that occasionally he'll you know the crowd will yell out, "Sing us a song, Tom," and he'll he'll sing a song. And there's some amazing um, clips on YouTube with him singing. One that one about his wife that he sang about his wife when she was dying mm. um, of cancer. What was that song again? Oh, uh, where she's saying, "Don't, don't cry for me. Don't." Oh, um, cry. Is it called cry? I don't know. I don't know. I don't look it up. Oh, oh, look. I, it's one of them. Every time I watch it, flipping cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose also because it's got that flipping word in there that yeah. you know she was dying of cancer and. Um, it's but to hear him at such an incredible age sing so well, yeah. like how does he do it? Because he's one of the only ones I think I know that I can even recall yeah. that can do that at that age because yeah. it's a master. He's a master. Yeah. Well, I wonder too how much. I mean, there's got to be tricks, you know, because you probably found yourself when you were singing way back in the day when you were a young bloke. You just make choices. So if there's songs that you know don't suit your voice or has a range oh, that doesn't do suit you, exactly. 
yeah, you know, straight out the door. Yeah, plenty it. of them went. That's it. So <laughs> the rest know. of the band loved it, and I go, I can't do that. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, but it'd be a great song to cover. Oh, I can't do it. Not if you do it lightly. No, that's right. So I just yeah, I need the rule now. Yeah. yeah, I just kind of wonder. There's got to be some tricks in there. I wonder if he's sneakily bringing the key down just a little bit, which again, oh, uh, he may have, <laughs> but yeah, probably is. I suppose. Yeah. But I, I like to think of Elton masterclass. You know. Oh, but I that's brilliant with Elton, by the way. That's really yeah. that's a great analogy that I will not forget. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know who else does that too? Although she's not as brazen about it, I saw Liza Minnelli as well, and I love Liza Minnelli. Love her. Yep. That I got from Dad actually. Dad used to love Liza, and she sang. Um, uh, you know, at the the end of Cabaret, you know, what good is sitting alone in your room, all that stuff. There's yeah. something to hear a young woman singing it and all about her friend yeah. who, you know, in the story, the friend that dies and whatever. When you've got an older person singing that and singing mm-hmm. those words with the weather in their voice, I just think yeah. there's something so beautiful about it. You know, there's something so real about it that, you know, you can sing what you like when you're 21, but give it yeah. to me when someone's lived a lot yeah. you know what i mean yeah. then, that's amazing isn't yeah, it? Really how it can change yeah and it just means something else you know yep and that's the beauty of music i think it totally is it totally is my babe i realize that we've been talking for almost an hour <laughs> yep <clears throat> and i'm almost cactus i can feel it coming on all right darling. <clears throat> well that was so much fun great fun yeah i agree it's always lovely fun. to talk to you and we'll why don't we spirits that? lifted yeah well the power of music hey Yep. Power of music. All right, my darling. Well, what say yeah, I'll, right. I'll be in touch with you again in a little while. Yep. You go and look after that yep. boy. Will do. Right. <laughs> See you later, later. babe. Later. Bye. 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 Bye.